0: Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier power and strength sports podcast, from studios in
1: Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. So, episode 54 of the Dynamax Podcast, mm-hmm. it is... Special guest. Uh, August 22nd, 2018, we have a very special guest, um, Brittany Seaman with... Dr. Brittany Seaman. Dr. Brittany Seaman with Family Sport and Spine. Welcome to Dynavax. Cool. Um, so you are a chiropractor. I am. You, and you also, um... Quasi, you you said that you're not like a diehard CrossFitter, but you do CrossFit.
2: Yes, I go well, maybe five times a week. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's more than I come here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, which which box do you lift it?
2: I go to uh, Misfit in Portland. Misfit. Okay. Yeah, they'll kick your butt.
1: Gotcha. Where? So where in Portland? Are you?
2: Where in Portland am I?
1: Or are they? Oh,
2: are they? They are on Riverside. Gotcha. Across from the golf course.
1: You are conveniently a tenth of a mile away from here. Yes. When I looked up directions from here to there it's like they don't even give you driving directions it's walking all the from way from here yeah yeah she's treated me twice now right and that's kind of how this came to be correct mm-hmm. so um before we get into that because i do mm-hmm. want to talk about you know how she helped you out yes i just want to get a little bit into your background um and something that like i it's kind of like stepping way back is um just kind of getting into what Kyro Chiropractic is sure and you know when to see you versus a physical therapy, but I'll say that so why uh, Why did you want to do chiropractic? Chiropracting, chiro, why did you want to become a chiropractor?
2: There you go. All right, um, honestly I didn't want to so I grew up with my dad who is a chiropractor. Yeah, he Since I was born I've been being treated by a chiropractor and that's all I know So, of course, growing up, you want your own thing. I was like, I don't want to be a chiropractor. My dad's a chiropractor. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, I went to school. I was a psychology major with a physical therapy background. Okay. Uh, So, I took all my sciences. I wanted to be a physical therapist. Okay. Shadowed a bunch of physical therapists in New Jersey, and I absolutely hated every single one of the ones that I shadowed. Really? Are you from Jersey? I am. Yeah, I'm from Jersey. Um, So, they.
1: So, you didn't want to do. It's like you didn't want to do the chiropractic, but you still wanted a little, like you had to dabble, like you couldn't get completely away from it.
2: Oh, God, no. I was so into the body and health, and I just really wanted to be involved somehow, but I just didn't want to do chiropractic. Sure. um, So I went through all this hassle of shadowing PTs and really didn't like it. Um, I found one I was kind of okay with, but still not sold so mm-hmm. my dad was like just do it try it i applied went in met the most amazing people met my fiance absolutely loved all of it and mm-hmm. kind of well now kind of pt and Cairo are really mixing together and it's kind of hard to find a hard difference between them now
0: sure i noticed from my first treatment with
2: you yeah so a lot of pts are now adjusting too yeah and so, she said this isn't
0: going to be your regular chiropractic visit yeah I i'm don't. a veteran of the <laughs> smash on the back and leave. Exactly. Crack them and rack them. Yeah.
2: And that's what I was used to, too. That's what my dad did. So that's that's all I I knew. That's
1: what I thought chiropractors did. It's like, you know, they'd line you up and then rip your neck off and then say, and now you're better. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I
1: mean. She does both, Right. Yeah, you want to do
2: both. Yeah. Um, But there's so much more than just to the adjustment. And that's, I'm still people still do it and mm-hmm. you get a lot of relief from it and some people really love it but there's still so much more sure. um, and I didn't know that growing up because all I knew was just go in get adjusted you're out yeah um, and then just expanding my horizons I just loved every single bit of it
1: right so looking at your Instagram you guys also do active release therapy grasping cupping all that sort of stuff oh, does yeah. that fall under chiropractic or is that more physical therapy or is that the gray area that's
2: the gray area okay um, so some things that I do that are different from the PT um, that are really specific to chiropractic sure. is like birth fit, the Webster technique. Those are very geared towards pregnant women. Okay. Um, and then yeah, but all of the muscle techniques, those are pretty much both. And then with the extra, um, the hours that we have to accumulate uh, to keep our license, mm-hmm. you can kind of take it anywhere. So you can go the PT realm and do a lot of what the PTs do and still get the credit for it. Or you can go strictly
1: chiropractor. And you got to get like professional development hours or something like yeah. that.
2: Yeah, I think we need 36 every two years. Yeah. So it's a great way to continue your education. Right,
1: it encourages or forces you really to keep finding something new.
2: Yeah, and so it's great about it and kind of frustrates me when people don't take advantage of it sure but
1: do you know. find that it's like uh, the older older chiropractors are the ones that are kind of like sticking to, sticking to their guns they don't want to do it
2: a lot of times yes because yep. they don't like change I find I know Absolutely. my dad doesn't like change but I love him to death Um, but it also depends on the school you go to because different schools have different philosophies and they practice that way and that's just what they believe in and I'm not saying it doesn't work it works for different types of populations Gotcha. but I feel like especially being in the athletic population you need much more under your belt
1: does your dad still practice
2: yes he, is, he has a crazy successful practice in New Jersey. Oh, okay, so he's yeah. still down
1: there. Oh, yeah, gotcha. he's
2: a little upset that I moved up here because oh. he wanted me to take over, but.
1: Ah, so he'll probably be working for a while then. Yeah. He was hoping to get out early. <laughs> he
2: was, he was, I feel awful.
1: How long have you been practicing?
2: I have been practicing since 2016. 2016, okay. May okay. of 2016.
1: And is that when you like uh, graduated or you kind of like became a professional at that point, or? A little bit of
2: both. So I was able to do an externship my last Month and a half of Cairo school with my dad. Okay, so I worked with him and he actually had me hands-on where that was kind of not allowed But it gave me great experience.
1: So what's the difference between an internship and an externship? So internship I've never heard that
2: I know <laughs> Internship is within the school So you're working uh, like interning with people that are I guess contracted with the school Sure. externship I had to get all this paperwork signed and worked for my dad basically for a few months and then I moved up here in June, so I worked with him until June. Okay, then I moved up.
1: I think you have an extern. Not Yeah, he's done here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: my extern. No, I just the ex extern. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, but he finished. So I'm working on another one. Awesome.
2: So, yeah. Off to school or what?
0: Uh, with uh, USM. Oh. So this kid
1: came from UMO. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Which is where we came from. That's correct. Yeah. Bonus points. <laughs> um. So one thing that you mentioned that. I wanted to ask you about it. I know absolutely nothing about it. I saw it in your Instagram and I was like, this is just sparked my interest and that's BirthFit. What in the world is that?
2: Okay. So I'm very proud to say that I'm the only certified BirthFit professional in Maine. Um, so they work specifically through these four pillars, which is chiropractic, nutrition, um, mindset, and, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> And fitness. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So what it is, is getting these pregnant women who have this awful stigma that they shouldn't be lifting, shouldn't be moving, and it's just not healthy for them or the baby, which is completely false. Yeah. Um, If they're moving the entire time before, their body can absolutely tolerate lifting throughout the entire birth. Um, So it's basically setting out these guidelines that, okay, you can do this as as long as everything's medically sound. Right. Um, And then it's my job to really just educate them and empower them and then give them these movement programs to help with like prehab and rehab of birth because birth is this crazy- Taxing, of course. Yeah, it does a lot to the body. So a lot of my, I see a lot of patients through BirthFit and um, a lot of athletes that want to get back into athlete their athletics, mm-hmm. um, post-pregnancy and they're all like freaking out and I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this. And a lot of times, I don't know if this is inappropriate, but, um, like urinary incontinence. So whatever they're doing, they're wetting their pants and like, right. oh, what the heck is going on? Well, I think that's
1: an issue with a lot of women lifting heavy to begin with.
2: It. Right. Exactly. It's not and, the new here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, it's not normal, but it's very, it's common. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of retraining of pelvic floor muscles mm-hmm. and stability of all of that area just getting them back on track.
1: So do you provide assistance with like, so what is it that like you provide with BirthFit? So do you go, is BirthFit kind of like, um, like I'm going to go do like a BirthFit program or is it like just start when you become pregnant, kind of just getting into the weeds a little bit, I guess. I'm just curious what it looks like, I guess. Sure.
2: So a lot of it's movement-based. Okay. Um, it's getting them moving, having them activate certain muscles, really into breathing, because having control of your diaphragm is huge. That makes sense. Um, a lot of people don't know how to use it, so right. they're a lot of chest breathers, and you're losing all control of your pelvic floor. So it's really educating them, first step. So they can look into it before getting pregnant, during getting pregnant, whenever. Um, But it's getting them in there, educating them on what they need to look for, focus on, and then I give them a program that they can incorporate regularly. So it's just simple movements, basic, it's nothing high volume, it's nothing crazy, Mm -hmm. um, but it's something to incorporate for their exercise. So is it stuff
1: that they can do at home or is it like you need a barbell or a kettlebell?
2: No, Um, you can do it at home pretty, Easily. Okay. Um, but it's also like getting your body prepared for if you're still exercising, like if you're still crossfitting or powerlifting, it's doing this movement before just to get your body ready, everything nice and tight to really know what it's supposed to feel like yep. prior to your movement and then afterwards. So it's just kind of giving them the boost that they need.
1: Do you know uh, Corey Collard at the Iron Will by any chance? No. Because she just had a kid and uh, she was active the whole time I and mean, she was squatting with her enormous belly yeah and I saw her a week and a half after she had the baby you couldn't tell
0: and it was like
1: absolutely amazing to see like she clearly knew what she was doing there and like kind of she didn't waste any time with the pregnancy
2: recovery time is amazing and then the birth is actually easier because your body's prepared for for it and then your baby's healthy so you don't run the risk of high blood pressure or diabetes or any of that going through pregnancy sure and it's everything so much easier what's like the origin of that um, birth fit. Yeah. Um, this woman, her name is Lindsay Matthews. She started it a few years ago. And it, the origin, she's a chiropractor. And then a lot of the movements are based off of DNS. So it's called Dynamic Neuromuscular Stabilization. And it's really breaking it down, um, like, back to the movements of development of tr- early childhood. So, sure. like, every month, uh, a child develops a different phase of movement. So, like they first learned to crawl or first learn to walk or little things like that and it's kind of going back to the basics sure. so to say so properly learning how to breathe mm-hmm. is huge because if you look at a baby when they're breathing it's all belly they're nice giant They, they know how to with. breathe right? Yeah That's how we should be breathing Exactly right. and that's how we lose it uh, over time Start breathing through here Yeah
1: I've also heard that if you were to walk like a a toddler or someone that just learns how to run, if you watch their motor pattern running, that is, like, perfect form.
2: Yeah, most of the time it's great. And then a lot of times they say, as with development, if they're rushed or they're not crawling, then they don't develop proper um, shoulder muscle stabilization. So they don't have good stabilization of the shoulders and mm-hmm. they're walking too soon. And that's where you get the winging scapula. Like, you notice they have, like, some funky stuff going on sure. in the back. So a lot of it does start
1: from the way they develop gotcha yeah so that's not what I thought birth fit was yeah Uh, (laughs) I just I saw it just as the blurb on your uh, Instagram profile and I noticed you know uh about half, I went pretty deep into the Instagram. It's kind of like my go-to yeah. to get the background info. I noticed that you, there was a, um, a picture of you adjusting, like it looked like a, a baby. Oh yeah. So explain that to me. So like, are you cracking
2: babies? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say cracking. It's okay. a very, very <laughs> gentle type of manipulation. Um, so babies are completely different from adults. Adults right. have all of these muscle things going on and they're compensating mm-hmm. and every, like there's so much more to look into. Sure. Babies are somewhat very simple. So they are, their nervous system is very fresh. They adapt really easily. Yep. So babies can present with issues like ear infection or colic or like just some kind of upset. And a lot of times like parents will bring them to the doctor and get tubes or like, why is this yeah. going
1: on? I've got tubes in my ears. Right. Yep. So a
2: lot of times just starting with chiropractic care, just getting the joints aligned. It sounds, it's like the old school chiropractic care, Right. But it, it works for kids it's kind of crazy just because everything's so fresh and there's no opposing like outside factors it's just kind
1: of treating the basics hmm. so as uh, that, that's super interesting so because obviously like the you know a baby can't be like oh my neck exactly or, I, I blew my shoulder out mm-hmm. yeah um, just it's is it like a preventative both okay
2: so like with birth it's pretty it's I don't want to say traumatic but it's a pretty extensive process of course and the the child is coming out of a small place and the head kind of gets twisted. It's a struggle. Or, yeah, it's a struggle. So it's nice to get checked closely after just to make sure everything's fine. Not saying they need to come, like, very often, but right. if they do start to present with something like, like playing with their ears or super fussy or they're not latching on or they're not going to the bathroom as they should just right. to get checked out because mm-hmm. it could be something pretty minor going on.
1: So is there, like, a kind of like a sweet spot where you'd like to see them? Like from, you know, two weeks to nine months or from two weeks on or like, do you not see people like, you know, kids like toddlers? So
2: babies, I would say they're transitional stages. So right out of birth, then when they start to crawl because they're starting to develop their different curves of their spine. So um, crawling then to walking because they're constantly falling on their butt or banging their head. Uh, And then just as they get older, Every once in a while, I have a one patient that comes in when their child starts to have a cold or something like that. Just adjust them and they're they're fine. So a lot of times, just with little presentations, um, headaches are great, um, old or young, just because headaches can stem from a lot of muscle tension in the neck and head. Right. So just relaxing those muscles, getting everything nice and aligned, and yeah. moving well.
1: So it's it's all ages then.
2: Oh yeah, okay. all ages yeah. I gotcha.
1: I wasn't sure if it was like, you know, only babies and then not till you're 16 or something
2: No, it can really go any, any way Sure Because kids are working out younger as well too Yeah And they're playing sports, so injuries, sports injuries happen at all ages Of course uh, Especially when they start moving
1: Right. So speaking of sports injuries, you mentioned that your biggest clients are CrossFitters, which (laughs) must hurt themselves quite a bit. I love them. You need them.
2: Right. Well, not only that, I know what's going on because I I know the movements. Right. um, But I have an idea because knowing the mechanism of injury is huge because then you can be like, all right, so something was compensating for here or you overdid it here. It's kind of easier to tell what's going on. Um, But. They always want to get better, so they're always coming in, even if it's not a serious injury. Right. They're like, all right, this feels weird. What can be going on? Yeah. So,
1: that's great. What's the most common injury? Oh, gosh.
2: Um, impingements of the shoulder and hips. Uh, from... I was,
1: well, I knew it would be something with the shoulder, oh, not of overhead.
2: Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, shoulder and hips, lately I've, not even my CrossFit population, but been having a lot of rib complaints, rib issues, which are my favorites because they're somewhat of an easy fix, and I hate to say that, but yeah. Those are honestly and probably an like adjustment to good. It's like
1: night and day, right? Oh gosh, you, yeah. Oh, Ryan had it um, recently. He couldn't. He, he thought that there was something seriously wrong with his. And you sound like broke. a
2: miracle worker because it's right? like, all right, one adjustment and they're good to go. Fix it in two it's seconds. amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish everyone was like that, but yeah, that's the one that's just like one and done. It's yeah. great. And you're like, all right. <laughs> so
1: I noticed that you even had like a special for people competing in the games.
2: I did. Yeah. So
1: is that like for because uh, CrossFit? I, I, I will say that I really like the cro- how the CrossFit does the open.
2: Yeah, it's with cool. With uh, this
1: kind of online format. They know that everyone is on online anyways, mm-hmm. and it really puts it out. So, are you familiar with this at all? No. <laughs> so, basically, it would almost be like if, if you had, um, you know, going into the WPO or going into yeah. Worlds or something, mm-hmm. there was just an online meet. Oh, okay. Where you basically have to prove that the weights are real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for CrossFit, it's obviously very different because they have, like, these different workouts, 18.1, 18.2, and they'll have to post time and reps or yep. whatever okay. it is.
2: You have to get it signed off by the coach, yeah. yeah.
1: And it's all it's all online, so anybody can do it. And yeah. there is, like, a, a hundred, probably, like, 100,000 people. Oh, enter, right? I don't even know. Um, so are those the people that you're giving the discount to and kind of helping out? Or is it the people that actually – do people from Maine actually go to the games?
2: Yeah, actually, they're I. A little hip up, but um, there yes. are a few from my gym that actually have gone to regionals, and wow. then I there's one from Maine, his name's Cody Mooney. He went to uh the games last year, and he competed, okay. yeah. He's from I think Stanford. so there, Maine has some serious athletes in the crossover world. That's it's interesting, insane. yeah.
1: It's funny because the world's kind of they sometimes cross, and when they do, it's great, but. There's a little bit of ego, I think, oh, that gosh. doesn't let powerlifting and CrossFit cross.
2: Well, they're now starting to incorporate powerlifting lifts. I mean, they kind of have the entire time, but mm-hmm. they're doing the bench, they're doing the deads. Yeah, I know the
1: deadlift was a big lift in this past Open.
2: I love them, yeah. yeah. They're
1: great. But, I mean, I not high done, reps like, to kill you, but. Right, I know they've done, like, the tandem deadlift, which is a big strongman yeah. thing. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, you mentioned that you did a little bit of powerlifting when you were younger?
2: Yes. Um, so, my dad actually got me into it. Okay. I had I was well diagnosed, I guess, with pretty bad scoliosis growing up. Sure. I wore back brace for two years. It was not my favorite phases of life. Um, but he got me in the gym because you want your muscles to be balanced. You want it to be, you want to be strong. Yeah. So he had me at a gym. It's was called um, JM Power Center. And it was great. I was like this little girl working out with all the football players and had me doing all the powerlifting stuff. And it cool. was awesome. I think awesome. you
0: can tell by your belt. Didn't you tell me you pulled 405?
2: No, I pulled, I was close, no, 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 I no. pulled ninety five. Oh, I thought
0: you, so. I'm sorry. No, 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 anyway. I don't do
2: 495.
1: Right. I, <laughs> I was pulled around three hundred. Yeah.
0: Which is well, I was going to say.
1: I'm um, uh, looking at it, right? Absolutely. I was going to say, would you be? Would you ever consider doing a powerlifting meet? Oh, gosh. That was I my next movements. question.
2: Yeah. The movements are fun. Right. And, I mean. It sounds like you like the competition. Yeah, of course. The competition's great.
1: Well, Christmas meet, I oh, think yeah. you should. Yeah. uh,
2: my upper body is so weak though that's one thing I need to work on
1: well it's funny like so when I've um, when I've talked to crossfitters it's like deadlift and squat amazing the it seems like crossfitters kind of lack on back movements that aren't pull-ups right and the pull-ups aren't really that much of a back they're movement
2: they're the kipping pull-ups yeah. but
1: uh, it's a that is a it's a different movement in itself it, it almost is. shouldn't be called the pull-up or something but or they need to separate where, that's
2: the, where the impingement comes from in the shoulder because oh, you're not really? activating all the muscles so like a strict pull-up you're activating your lats you're all your rotator cuffs. Right. everything in unison whereas the kipping you're kind of skipping the lat activation somewhat mm-hmm. and it's more just Constant jerking of the shoulder. Right. So that's where you get a lot of. Uh, we were
1: we were talking before this a little bit, and I was saying that you know one of the things I love about CrossFit is that it's gotten a lot of barbells into a lot of people's hands, especially women. Yeah. One of my biggest pet peeves of CrossFit is it seems like they don't build the base before they start doing these crazy movements mm-hmm. like uh, snatches mm-hmm. or skipping pull-ups or whatever it may
2: be that's where you have to find the good gym because some gyms the coaches aren't as particular about the movement they just throw you in there and do nothing
1: yeah
2: um i gotta say misfit is really good they have a beginner's class where they make sure you can squat properly you can do these movements properly Mm -hmm. without getting hurt because that is where you will get hurt
1: is misfit like centered around women or is it just owned by women
2: no it's own misfit is owned by two guys is it M I S fit. Yes. Oh, I was so thinking birth fit Miss is women. fit,
1: like Mrs. fit.
2: Oh, oh, oh no. Like you're you know, like a like, misfit. Like you're a misfit. I got gotcha. you. That's what I thought. That. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like
1: misfit. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, hello, misfit. It yeah. Mister fit. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, I gotcha. Was, I,
1: was, I was thinking it was like these are misfits. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Kind uh, <laughs> of go back to your uh, education a little bit. Sure. What was the hardest part of the chiropractic education? Oh my gosh!
2: So I literally had to reteach myself how to study. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Was there
1: a big break between your postgrad and, uh, yeah, postgrad and undergrad?
2: I maybe took three months off because okay. the schooling was uh, trimesters, so it was three and like a quarter or three and a third year long year round. Mm-hmm. So you only got like two weeks break in between, and the. Um, it was hard. The first few years were all your basic sciences and I hated them. Yeah, biology. I, oh my, chemistry. Ochem, like all oh, of that. I terrible. hear a lot of uh,
1: oh. I had a lot of buddies in like nursing and stuff and I just heard horror stories about yeah. organic chemistry. And mm-hmm.
2: like you can't cheat like you did in undergrad. You know? <laughs> my school's an undergrad. They gave you a cheat sheet and you're allowed to use this. Right. So you really didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. So I was really relearning all of that. Um, and Oh, and they wouldn't accept any of those? No. Oh, oh this was I mean they gave they curved it a little bit mm-hmm. because when the entire class fails mm-hmm. that does not look good on the teacher. Right. <laughs> but um, anatomy was awesome because yeah. we got to dissect cadavers which so you're Whoa. very hands-on, really cool. Yeah, that's
1: a big that's a big thing Did that oh, how, what was that
2: like? Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Were you into it or were yes. you like
1: little heebie-jeebie or? Oh, I
2: loved it. So my group I worked with two big guys. They were actually competitors bodybuilding com- competition. Um, and one of them, he's like this big dude, six two, terrified of it, would not go near it. The entire two years we were doing the really? dissection, yeah,
1: just queasy, couldn't. Yeah, he was like, it.
2: but the professors made him stay in the room. They're like, you need to do this yeah. for the test because. It would label it, you would have to write it down, and that's how you got tested. Sure. So he had to be there to watch, and I'm, they were, were, like, in digging in. moving yeah. stuff around. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool, look at it. And he's like, no, I'm good, I'll yeah. stay back. Oh,
1: man, I could not do that. Oh, I, cool. I don't think I got the snug for that. When I had to do frogs in high school, it was, that was <laughs> pushing it.
2: The smell wasn't the best, but just knowing the education you got out of it was right. pretty awesome. Yeah, it doesn't
1: get any better than that. Right, right. So that the, the anatomy was kind of the, the high point. And that, then, yeah, that was my favorite. I assume your senior year was probably like your final trimester yep. is when you did the uh, externship.
2: Yeah, so we did rotations. Our last, I think it was <coughs> two trimesters. We had rotations. So um, the school was in upstate New York, and then we had different locations like Buffalo, Long Island, uh, Rochester. Yeah. So we kind of had the option of going wherever. Cool. And because I lived in New Jersey, I went to Long Island.
1: For gotcha. My rotations, yeah. Did you were you able to live at home while you were at school?
2: No. Uh, So the upstate New York, it was about a five and a half hour drive. Oh, okay. And then Long Island was
0: two hours. So what part of Jersey?
2: Monmouth County. Okay. So Rumson, Red Bank, New Jersey, or yeah, that area. Right by the water.
1: Nice. Yeah. Jersey Shore. Yeah. (laughs) The Jersey Shore. Uh, So this is something that I was going to bring up to kind of prep you before the podcast, but I figured I'll just drop it it in. Do you know what body tempering is? It's something that it I was, think that's kind of a
0: coined. I think he coined. Yeah,
1: that. so that's something that this powerlifter Donnie Thompson has kind of coined. Okay. And I wish we. I was gonna ask Mike if I could borrow the. Well, she, she, we talk, she and I talked we about, did the, talk bow about the bow yeah. tie. The bow tie. So I well, I think what kind of like the gist of it is, It's um, so what Johnny Thompson has, I think the name of the tool is actually called his the ex-wife. One of them is the ex-wife. He's got several of these large stainless steel tubes. Or like, it's rubber almost rubber. like a stainless steel. Oh, they're solid. Yeah. Yeah, they're heavy. But it's yeah. like a hundred pound stainless steel. And they go down to like 30 pounds or right. 40. But it almost looks like a foam roller. Sure. Yeah,
0: exactly. Only think of that as stainless steel and a little soft. longer, right? And you know, he'll—it's something that he'll kind of like rest, on your, you rest on your ankles or on your back, of your okay. calves, elbows, stuff be, like that. you be prone,
2: okay?
1: And they roll it up here and down here, right? But so, so like
2: I, a soft tissue technique,
1: kind you of believe thing? so. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I've heard from some people that they think it's kind of hokey, and I'm just curious. Or so you saw the bow tie, but, yeah? What's kind of your opinion on that? I guess because I've heard some mixed reviews where. And I, I think I'll give you the, you know, the devil's advocate is that when you're doing that you should be, it's, you know, you're kind of band-aiding the problem where you should be focusing on strengthening your upper back. But for guys who've had a lot of shoulder issues, that just may not be an option. So it's kind of curious what your opinion is on that.
2: So I like the idea. Yeah. Yes. Of recreating the better posture. That's huge.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, the mechanism I'm not too big about just because yes, it's like a band-aid. It's like, it's like wearing a, a belt, like you're not using your core muscles. You're kind of relying on the belt. Um, So that, and then in turn, you have these straps around your arms. So that can also lead to different problems down the line because there are a lot of your neurovascular bundles in there. So you have Mm -hmm. nerves, you have blood that go into your hands, into your arms, and you're technically cutting that off. Sure. So you can cause just like numbness in your hands or entrapment just in your armpits. Gotcha. So that's one thing I would be... Cautious of, Interesting because it can lead to other issues. so I know there's
1: a lot of guys here that use those. The, I,
0: I, we, she and I talked about it. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, thoracic outlet syndrome yep, can be exactly. re- one of them.
1: What and that is go to the that's exactly. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what that is. Um and like for I mean a you know, simpler thing. I don't think that this is considered body temp- body tempering, but I everyone here has had an elbow issue at some point with the amount that we bench sure. and squatting. Um and I've gotten just like a little thing that goes and compresses your arm and it makes it go away for few months is that something that would be better to see a chiropractor for or am i kind of just still band-aiding the solution
2: in a sense that's actually not a bad idea because it's it's you're kind of giving yourself a tendonitis in right there. so that's typical with the movement yeah um but getting body work would be huge so like the grass and technique would be awesome okay. art in that area would be great too
1: she did uh, the art i mean that's what pulled me out pulled what me out. is art i, I I, act, I know it's active release therapy, but yeah. I know in Graston grass, and it's kind of like the scraping, yes. right? yeah, yeah. What is ART again?
2: So, ART is a form of, um, so you're pinning the muscle, and then in its shortened state, and then you're lengthening the muscle while it's pinned, so you're getting that full range of motion, and okay. breaking, and just kind of lengthening the muscle, and breaking up a little adhesion as well. Gotcha. So, you're getting
1: just full range of motion. Over That's where area. I turned the corner, when I... Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you were all banged up. Yeah. So, how did you find her? Uh, didn't
0: you pop in here one day just with some cards?
2: I did because I know your niece. Mind. My
0: niece was yeah. a phone oh. to her. Okay. Yeah. And then I was, I just was at my wits' end. Of well, that, that was when, when you. That was like right when you hurt yourself. What's that?
1: You're right. Probably when you came in, right?
0: No, no, no she came in last uh, last winter. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait no, I was just at. I, who am I going to see? I've seen everybody you can see. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. So and yeah. then I remembered you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So I just rolled the dice. She said, "If you come back in half an hour, I'll see you." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Like having d-
1: drop-ins. I assume that that's probably not. I don't think she likes Very that, common, but, but it's
2: not common. But I mean, <laughs> I'm still kind of new, so I have time for that. So I was no, just being I'm not pushy. very opposed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, I like to help people. I don't mind it at all.
1: Um, do you accept insurance? Yes. Is that something that like oh, most yeah. chiropractors do or?
2: Um, depends on your practice. So yeah. a lot of those higher volume chiropractors, like the in and out, they typically are cash based Okay. Um, because insurance only gives you so many visits. Um, I like, I work with insurance just because a lot of people look for it and right. they, they give you a set amount, which a lot of times it's more than you actually need. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's a great tool to have.
1: Right. Because that's um, you know, something like since I've gotten off, you know, the last four years, gotten off my parents' insurance. I feel like I've been riding the learning curve of oh, health insurance. Is insurance. Awful. It's so awful. Yeah. And it's, it blows my mind what is covered. I just don't get it. I know. Um, and just as, like, not even as a chiropractor, but just as, like, a medical professional, I, don't, I, think, I sometimes feel that, like, my PCP is just trying to get me in and out. Who, who is, like, who kind of is your best resource?
2: Uh, It depends on your issue. Well, resource for insurance or for an injury or... Kind of
1: both. Like, I feel like I don't... I I need, like, a health consultant almost. You're not kidding. You know, like, I I don't know (laughs) if I need to go see a specialist or a PCP or you or somebody else, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not opposed to any of the above. A lot of times if you go to the PCP or your MD first... So typically, I hate. I don't. I don't like to knock him, but they're not specialized in the musculoskeletal. That's
1: not their thing. Yeah, no. she I've had every had, day of the week. I've had. Yeah. My PCP once told me to stop lifting weights. Exactly. And Early yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it.
1: Right. Right. Oh, you're hurting yourself lifting weights. Well, stop lifting weights. All right.
2: And I don't like to knock them, but a lot of time their first resort is like, all right, let me give you this muscle relaxer or. Put ice because on it. Because that's their training. Like, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. But and if you want to get back
0: training, you go see someone like her. Right, right.
2: right. And if you come to me with a heart issue, I'm, I She's have no idea really, what the yeah. heck to right. do. I'll yeah. send a you high blood L- pressure a cardiologist. Yeah, yeah. So that's not my place. It's just education. Like, I would just have to educate mm-hmm. everybody,
1: you know? It, you know, that is kind of one of my... I've just had, like, a I was perfectly healthy for, like, the last three years and just had, like, a series of kind of random things start to happen just, like, throwing all my money away at it. <laughs> right. Um is there a shoot I forgot where I was going with this. Um health advisors. Health advisors. I wish there was. I need one. No, I really do. Um oh, is there so do people ever come to you with something that you're like, "No, that's not me."
2: Yeah. Oh, all the time. What is kind of
1: like a without getting into HIPAA, what is kind of like a Sure. Um, can you talk about it or?
2: Yeah, I had a patient that came in and completely blew out his ACL, his ACL on his knee.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, all right, so... You got to see a surgeon. Yeah, I was like, I, I do my test, because I, I, I can do my tests, I can make a diagnosis. You evaluate
0: the... Yeah, torn.
2: exactly. So I'm checking it out, I'm doing what I do, I'm like, all right, I can help you, but I'm not going to help, like, I'm not going to get you to your maximum... Like results that right. you want to get see, repaired. yeah. yeah. It's like you, you right? actually need to get this looked at. Yeah. So if they hear it from me, whereas I would do the most conservative, they'd trust what I have to say. Sure. Because I would rather not do surgery if you don't have to. I'd rather stay away from it. So. I think that
1: is like you know I, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. And it's it's really great to have to work with young people because of stuff like that. Like I feel like you get it. We're kind of on the same page. Yep. Where someone who. Maybe studied this thirty years ago. They had thirty-year-old books. They were using thirty-year-old technology, and they're probably relying on that thirty-year-old book and thirty-year-old technology. And they're not
2: renewing their education, which right, which goes back to what we were
1: just or earlier talking about. So Mm -hmm. it is like it's great to have. I mean, every doctor that we've had in here, other than Doc Doc Brown, has been um, younger, and it's just great to see that. And like, it's just me personally. I just am able to trust people a little bit better when I'm like are you sure you're not just trying to get me out the door as fast as possible so you can get the next person and $125, $125, $125 yeah, yeah. they have to right it's in and out I'm trying to get they're
2: getting about a quarter
1: to... of their fee from the insurance company mm-hmm. right and they're just following yeah. it's like a canned checklist like mm-hmm. sometimes it seems like there's no critical thinking going on whatsoever right where like for you someone comes in like oh, my shoulder hurts or you know, I, I can't tie my shoes or whatever it right, may right. be. Yeah,
2: that's why like I have my half-hour appointments and I cherish every single minute of it because mm-hmm. it gives me a chance. Like If somebody does pop in with something new, I can actually examine it, kind of see what's going on, put them through my movement screen because I like to put them through movement, what's restricted, what hurts, what feels better. Yeah. And kinda, and I always give homework no matter what. like They're always going to do something at home to help themselves because right. I don't want them to rely on me. So I'll do my hands-on stuff, and I'll be like, all right, this is what you got to do to get better. I'll see you in a few days, follow up with them, and kind of
1: go from there. All right, so I imagine a lot of what you do then is the diagnostic. Yeah. Because um, like someone says, oh, my shoulder's hurt, and it could be a neck issue, or exactly. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I've had, like, loss. an ankle. My left, my whole left side is, like, twisted a little bit, I think. I'm <laughs> assuming that that's what it is. Sure. I don't know if it was from snowboarding or from sumo deadlifting you got to get in there too yeah. often. Yeah, I may on. have to come over and get like you know see what's going on. diagnosed. I just love to, you know I want to know what's going on. Call sure. ahead though. Yeah. I'll I'll wanna just I want to just come on that. in. I'll I was afraid that it's a half hour <laughs> wait no <laughs> matter <laughs> what. <laughs> right?
2: You got any openings? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um. So, one thing I wanted to ask. Sure. When to see a physical therapist versus a chiropractor?
2: Okay. So a lot of times physical therapists need an authorization from some other doctor. Uh, Not all of them. I'm uh, I'm not sure of many that don't, but you need a Mm pre-authorization, a referral. Um, Chiropractors, you don't. You can walk in and just be like, I have this going on. Can you look at it? Um, And a lot of times, because PT is a whole other, they have their set routine. They will give you a bunch of exercise that you will do in the office, whereas I unfortunately don't have the time to spend on going through all of your movements, all of your exercise every time. So I've, I'm sure, because my first appointment is always an hour, so I'm sure to give you something to work on in that hour, and then I will add on or correct every time, but I won't necessarily make you do it every time. Whereas PT, they're very, like, air, they will work on that specific area sure. and do it every single time you come in, and that's like, that's Right, I guess, like, you know,
1: if uh, you got in a terrible car accident and you had to relearn how to walk, you go to see a physical therapist right. for, like, oh, 20 weeks or something. Yeah,
2: that's where I would be like... I'll do some adjusting, I'll, uh, but you need to see this as well. Yeah. So we work hand in hand perfectly. Like, I'll refer out to massage service, I'll refer to acupuncture, SPT, the whole nine, just because yeah. if I feel like you need more, then you're
1: going to need more. And you, okay, that's, so that's interesting. So it's, I guess, so seeing you could be a good first s- step too. Yeah. If you did have an injury error and, and you don't want to go to the PCP to spend the 60 bucks just to be told to go somewhere else. <laughs> right, yeah,
2: no, that's absolutely true. I don't think a, a chiropractor is a bad start. Yeah. Just because you can get the diagnosis, we can't, we can't, di- we can't um, prescribe anything. That's what Which, I was just
1: gonna say too. You're like you can't do no, that. No, right? we
2: absolutely can't. And I don't, no, I don't like to. I would rather not. I love not being able to. So if you need something, you go to your P.C.P. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that.
1: Yeah, I've heard the jokes of like you know the doctors or the pharmacists, mm-hmm. and I mean the pharmaceuticals. It's their salesman. Right. And there's the thing like oh, if I had a pen for every Every time I they walked in, I'd have a mountain of yeah. Friggin that's
2: just another lawsuit that you have to deal with, and I'd rather not. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's
1: like you know, I, I question like, you know, that's the, is that the easy button, right? For them.
2: And a lot of times it is. It does. It's the, I think
1: it's the training.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's
1: the training, right? And then that kind of I don't know goes circles back. I'm kind of just venting on my uh, my health experience recently, but um, it, it it goes right. It goes back to the training. So it's how. It's this iteration of, like, okay, you get hurt, you see your doctor, they give you a pill, you don't get fixed, you hurt yourself again. That's what they do every day. Every day she
0: goes in and works with spines. Every day they go in and work with
1: common right. colds. And, well, right.
2: and they are extremely intelligent people. Yeah. Absolutely. They have been through crazy amount of, of schooling. Absolutely. But that's just, we have our different specialties. and, right, and then Mine is the body. Right,
1: so they're, they're doctors of medicine a lot yes, of times. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So common misconceptions with chiropractic? What mm-hmm. are some of the big ones? Are there, I know that there's kind of like an old thought that, you know, and you got on a tooth with the youngsters that mm-hmm. like, you know, cracking the back and and I don't want to say this incorrectly but like cracking the back and cure a cold. Right. Is that kind of the misconception or?
2: So, there are different philosophies in chiropractic care. So, a yep. lot of chiropractors believe that just the adjustment will heal all. Right. Which is not not true. there's a little smoking
1: in the mirror. Yeah, here.
2: it is. Um, there's so much more to the body. Um, yes, the nervous system is huge, and it is does control your entire body. But you have muscles that get in the way. You have different movement patterns that get in the way. So it's not just strictly adjusting the joint. Um, adjusting the joint, it helps. It's definitely an additional tool in the box because they they do a lot for the body anyway, but you wanna make sure everything is moving in conjunction. So versus a child, like a newborn, I'm not even saying like six plus. They still have other muscle things that are involved, but like a an infant, a baby, they they're so simple, you know, like that can I don't want to say cure, but that can be what can be leading to something not healing well. So it's
1: Okay, that makes a lot of sense because it's just a simpler Mechan or machine almost to fix
2: right, and it's nothing like an adult adjustment. You don't hear the pop, but you get like little vibrations of the joints and just little mobilizations of the joints, and Mm -hmm. it goes a long way just because they are so fragile. Well, they're not, but they are (laughs) in a sense.
1: So, is there anything that like you learned in school that's kind of been like since recently debunked, or like you're like that that was a load, like I don't do that.
2: I can't even say it's been debunked because people still do it. Sure, people get results. So. Everybody practices differently. Um, I can't say I agree with the philosophy, just because my philosophy is way beyond. they probably say more on the PT realm than the chiropractic realm, but I just I don't agree 100%. So I just I'd like to do more
1: personally. Yeah, and that's why you're doing the birth fit and the grass and the ART and right everything the hands-on
2: get them moving because I feel like movement helps everything. If the, our bodies love movement, so you mm-hmm. put people behind a desk for hours, and then you go put them in a the gym. Yes, you're going to get hurt because you've been yeah. sitting for so long. So that's where just education is huge, and mm-hmm. doing a lot more with
1: the body. Yeah, I saw that you had the book uh, Kelly Storette Desk Bound, or whatever I love that it. is. Yeah, because that's I mean that's my issue is I sit at a desk, I'm a desk jockey. You know, eight hours yeah. a day, eight, ten, twelve hours a day, and then when you, I've noticed it's in. Hence, when I've been, if I sit and then I try to squat or deadlift, because I just compress that tendon, I guess the hip flexors. Yeah, yeah. and so I always try to just stand like after lunch, before the squat or deadlift (coughs) day, and it it sounds minor, but just that extra time standing up instead of compression, instead of being compressed, makes all the difference.
2: And that's the huge component of hip impingement. because you're just pinching on everything, especially if you try to go deeper than parallel, Mm because everything's in the way. Yeah, yeah, not fun.
1: So I'm, I have the question that I like to ask people. Okay, I got two questions. Let's hit those first. Is,
0: has chiropractic gotten away from x-rays?
2: Um, in a sense, just because you don't want to over-image people. Okay. Because the, radiogra- the radiology that goes into it. Because they used
0: to, a lot of them had, had the
1: units.
2: Yeah. Um, they're just, sometimes they're not really a bang for your buck. Yeah. Um, you don't get to So soft well tissue, what
1: would you be looking at?
2: Just in case... Uh, well, personally, I would be looking for if somebody came in with an accident, I'd want to make sure nothing was broken. So you really want to
1: make sure that everything's okay and yes. so that you can proceed right. and not see somebody else. Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay. Um, so then that's skipping a step. And then that's... They don't have to Sorry. go to the radiologist yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but some chiropractors, this is kind of starting to fall off. It but seems I'm, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Some like to just take pictures of people to make oh, yeah. sh- to see their spines mm-hmm. um i don't find that necessary because i can feel it yeah i'm using my hands mm-hmm. i can tell if something doesn't i mean if it's if it's broken you're gonna it's going to hurt. You're not going to let me touch you. So that's when I'm like, all right, let's get an image, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Oh, so uh, sure. it's not, I don't find it a 100% necessity right. as much anymore. But some do still use it.
1: I'm sure it's probably a good, like, tracking tool. It is. A little bit.
2: Yeah. Especially if you know somebody slipped and fell. Like, all right, my grandma fell. She's... Say she's like eighty something. I'm not gonna go and cram on her if I don't know what's going on. Her bones are brittle, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather get an X-ray. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hurt somebody. So that's when I would be like, yes, I'm not touching you until you get looked at. Sure. Yeah. So it just depends. You gotta look at the history. You gotta look at their background and what, what happened.
1: Yeah.
0: And what else was it? Oh, can we get you and your fiance over here for a week? Free week. We'll give you a free week.
1: Heck yeah!
0: You want to try that? Oh yeah! All right, that'd be awesome. Awesome time you want?
2: I'll make him come over. Okay, that'd be great. He
1: does lifts, right? Oh yeah!
2: Yeah, yeah. Is he, he a chiropractor? He's a chiropractor. Cool. Yeah, yeah he's in Cape.
1: So I was—I totally forgot to bring him up. This was not the question that the—the the final question <laughs> that I had. Yeah. But so your fiance? Yes. Um. Same thing, chiropractor. Chiropractor. Different practice. Yes, he okay. works down
2: in Cape Elizabeth. Okay. At Cape Integrative Health.
1: Similar thing. He does the.
2: All the movement stuff. Okay. Um, Hands-on, we practice pretty similarly. Yeah. Um, I, I only have the, the leg up and the birth fit and pregnancy stuff. He doesn't want to touch them, but sure. it's my favorite. I'm sure it
1: probably lends itself better to you anyways. So oh, yeah,
2: women and women. He can't
1: yeah. be like, I totally get what's going on here, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Right,
2: no, he's phenomenal. He's been down there. He graduated th- a trimester ahead of me, mm-hmm. so he's been here a little longer than I have.
1: But yeah. yeah, so I said I wasn't going to bring this up on the podcast, but I am because it's funny. Um <laughs> yeah. I, We talked about it a little bit before this So Brittany and I have actually met Prior yep. to this podcast yeah, And as well uh Kyle? yep, With Kyle And it was on the 4th of July of this year yes. Lauren and I, what's, is it Blueberry
2: Mountain? Blueberry Mountain, yeah Blueberry
1: Mountain has this awesome little swimming hole And I didn't have my glasses on I can't see past my elbows without my <laughs> glasses on But Lauren was like, I think that that's a chiropractor That I've worked with at the Iron Wheel And so this is I don't, okay. know if, I don't know if I can actually say this without going too HIPAA-ish. I guess if I don't say the names... Yeah, okay. names, you're good. But one thing that I thought that was interesting that he did was he was working with a client at the Iron Will, and the client said, can my chiropractor reach out to you to make sure that everything's okay with these movements? And yeah. that's kind of how that back and forth went, and I'm pretty sure that he's been there and kind of helped maybe taught them a few things yeah so i just think that that dynamic is oh it's awesome awesome
2: i love working with other just any type of practitioner athlete but i talk a lot with the coaches at the crossfit gyms on how they're moving and what to look for so mm-hmm. it's awesome and everybody's so open yeah like nobody everybody just wants to get better and feel better and move better and that's why we're here that's awesome yeah
1: Final question. Sure. So this is something I stole from another podcast and I haven't done in a while because we're not oh, doing them as yeah. uh, we're not doing them as frequently. We've yeah. also been we haven't had an we haven't had that many really guests. Interviewee in a while. So what is one thing that you've learned in the last two years that you think everybody should know?
2: Honestly, how to breathe. I haven't learned it but I've taught so many people i I've, I've learned through school how to breathe, but I feel like that is the most significant movement or learned thing that we should incorporate in our everyday life
1: how does somebody get started on learning how to breathe
2: um so dynamic belly breathing honestly is where to start um Read basically yeah because belly breathing it can take you out of your crazy stressed out state into a relaxed state well, it's um, almost like meditating it right? is yeah. yes so seven belly breaths will take you completely out of your stress state and just seven seven i don't know why seven all the research says I seven. Do ten, ten but ten's great go for it but just really relaxing your chest, try not to get all of your shoulders moving mm-hmm. with your deep breath, and really feeling it in your belly and lower lower chest. Sure. Um, seven of those, and then just incorporating that every day, and then it will become a habit, and then you'll be moving better, you'll be feeling better, less tension in the neck and head, and it's just phenomenal. So
1: this is a stupid question maybe. When you say belly breathing, if I successfully, successfully do it, mm-hmm. am I no longer a chest breather, or is belly breathing like a st- an exercise almost?
2: You'll make a habit of it, okay. but it's not something I would recommend really paying attention to while you're exercising. Because okay. when you're heavy breathing, you want to use everything. Sure. That's what the accessory muscles are for, okay. is that the heavy sense. breathing. Um, but you don't want to be in that state all the time. Right. That just is an anxious state. Yeah. So getting out of that is huge. And it's, it helps with so many just underlying issues. Sure. It's
1: crazy. It's funny. When I first started doing the podcast, one of the things I realized I needed to work on was diaphragm talking. Mm-hmm. is you projecting more sure because when you first start it, you, you're kind of just mumbling and we're yeah. talking like you, anything. anything singers yeah to do it right so it's just that awesome ability to and one thing that's funny when you start doing this too is you listen to yourself and you're like, like that's what i sound like <laughs> so my <laughs> nose right exactly right. yeah so um it's just all right that's something that i kind of worked on due to that and i've you know tried to do it just as like a relaxation relaxation technique but yes. it's really just trying to I, I guess I think about it as just focusing on my breathing not so much breathing with my belly that's sure. right So but breathing is
2: hard if you try to do it it's very difficult if you don't know what you're like if you're, a lot of people just breathe through the chest. Like yeah, I breathe fine. You take a deep breath and you see everything lift. Right. So you try to get them to calm down, and it takes them a few breaths to try and get it. It's pretty. If fun. they haven't
1: and done it, really, it's yeah, strange to them.
2: It's very strange. Well, you
1: know, and what's interesting is you know, Maddie and I have both had tons of people in this gym have been through the hernia issues. Yes. And. It's like we all train abs. We train heavy abs. Why do I have a hernia issue? I feel like it must be that I don't train that intro abdominal. Yes.
2: So the abs, the six pack, those are just superficial. Those just look good. Yeah. Um, you're really worried about pelvic floor, uh, your diaphragmatic floor, like everything yeah. around. So typically your your core is from your shoulder to your knee. So working your glutes, working your posterior chain, like the entire circumference of your...
0: You know Louis Simmons? You know Louis Simmons? Yeah. You know what he says about a six pack? Show me a six pack, I'll show you the back injury. Yeah. Ready, I'm yeah. ready to happen.
2: Right, right, yeah.
0: Interesting. So, I got one more thing. Yes. What is that, sl- take this down. <laughs> what is that slogan at the end of your emails? Uh, Listen to this. Oh my gosh, I can't even think of it right now. I'll give a little under. Oh. You get. We gotta hear this. Okay.
2: It's my favorite.
0: This is worth waiting.
2: Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Suspense. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Um, take notes. Yeah. 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 Take this down.
1: This podcast is interrupted <laughs> by. by prompto by Very. <laughs> 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 now a quick okay. word from pronto. Yeah.
2: We make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. We'll
0: One more make time. A living by what we get.
2: But we make a life by what we give.
1: And on that note, good night. We're men without issues. This has been Brittany Seaman. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank
2: you, that's fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
2: I couldn't even think of it.